What makes a leader? What pulls us beyond what we thought was our best and into sustained greatness? Tune in right here with Ron Kitchens to learn how to challenge and change your best so that you can move forward into leading at your highest level. Hey, it's Shannon Allen on the Always Forward Leadership Podcast with Ron Kitchens. Ron, how are you today? I am I'm marginally awesome. You are marginally awesome. Marginally awesome. Where's the marginally coming into play? Uh, you know, I'm a little hangry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's me too, Ron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is we're we're into the WWE. Yes. And, and I started today, and um, I used a lot of my points on a bag of chips and a soda today. Yeah, I'm so a, sad about habit. that. It was a habit mistake. It really was, and, and I'm so hungry, but uh, but it's okay. I will be okay. So we are in the holiday season, and which means Christmas shopping. And you've got a wife and a daughter, and I just don't think that slacking on the Christmas shopping is acceptable. So what is your plan of action? Oh, it's easy. Kelsey produces a list. <laughs> she produces a list before Halloween. Okay. And it has all of the links. Nice. All of the pricing, the sizes, <laughs> everything is completely idiot-proof. Is it a spreadsheet? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's, that's nice. And, yeah. uh, and we have this running thing that she sends it to me, and I say, mm-hmm. Kelsey who? Right. (laughs) I don't know who this is from. And then her mother goes, and we talk about what the amount is, and Mm -hmm. then her mom goes and buys the stuff that... That is awesome. Kelsey, you are the MVP. We have one child. (laughs) And then uh, Lynn is harder, but okay, easy. And Mm -hmm. then she sends me... um, Photos from her phone of pages from magazines mm-hmm. where she has written the size on it and where nice. I'm supposed to go get it. Nice. So they that, set you so up pretty good. They do. Yeah, no, yeah. I never have a problem. Well, that's awesome. So our family, there's seven of us. And so we usually, everybody spends a lot of money on everybody. But one year, because, you know, we love all the things about the holidays that have nothing to do with gifts. Okay. We understand it's not about gifts. But we sure do love the gifts, too. So, you know, we enjoy watching people open what we got for them and being surprised by it and all that good stuff. So one year we decided that we're just going to draw one name. Mm -hmm. And how much you spend on that one person is your business, but everybody's not buying for everybody this year. And that year, what usually takes us about an hour to open gifts took us like 15 minutes. And we stopped and just kind of looked at each other. We're like, yeah, we're never doing this again. So we, we just enjoy the act of opening gifts and I never have a plan of action I usually shop like December 23rd and 24th so everything everything comes from Walgreens <laughs> no <laughs> no it doesn't it comes from the mall yeah it comes from the mall but I do a lot of my I don't shopping think there's very last minute. anything left at the mall by there those usually days. is there usually is and my family always loves my gifts so yes well, <laughs> I'm a terrible there are some years I Get like blue socks and mm-hmm. underwear and you know the stuff that. Well, now that I know that I'm you terrible, mostly wear blue socks, yeah. if I get you something, it's probably going to be socks. blue socks. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just I, feel like I can't go wrong. Hey, I, I wear the same exact socks, yeah. same exact underwear, same exact t-shirts. Well, not the same exact. Not same right, exact. Right. <laughs> brand. There we go. Brand yeah. wise, I don't. I don't variation. Yeah. I only have so many things I can think of at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, you make a lot of decisions every day, so yeah. if we can eliminate that that's decision, right. then that's yep. great. So today we are going to be talking about um, getting out of a rut. And I think Mm -hmm. we all have 
you know, those seasons or those times of maybe just feeling stuck and kind of battling a sense of I can't move forward or I can't get things done. And I think the good news is we don't have to stay there. So I felt like today would be a great day to talk about just how to move past that immobility and just kind of kickstart yourself and get out of those ruts. So, you know, I think that's going to start with identifying a rut. And so. Yeah, I think part of it is you have to. What's your perspective? Mm-hmm. Are you your perspective from the top of the mountain, the side of the mountain, yeah. ground level, or are you in a ditch and you think that the horizon is the top of the ditch? Mm. And so you've got to understand your own perspective mm-hmm. of what a rut is. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I have a friend who is the most annoying guy in the world. Mark Scott, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Because he posts his bicycle route. He's one of these distance bike guys. And every day he's got to post his bike route. And so I started looking and like, dude, you're running the same route every day. He goes, oh, I said, you're in a rut. You're on the same route every day. And he goes, oh, no, no, this is the route that gives me the most energy. Wow. So what I perceived as a rut Mm -hmm. for him it was the route that gave him the most energy. That's a really awesome perspective. And That's so we really have good. to understand our own perspectives before we know yeah. how to prescribe um, a solution. Yeah, for sure. So what are the telltale signs that, whether it's your version of a rut or someone else's, but what are some telltale signs that you're in a rut? Well, I think that the whole energy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, are, you in an, are you exhausted but excited mm-hmm. or exhausted and crushed? Yeah. And it tells you if you're in a rut, mm-hmm. you sure. know, and some, and sometimes we're in seasons mm-hmm. and we have to understand that, but you know, it's, that's where it's important to have somebody, a wise counselor, mm-hmm. whether that's an official, you know, um, counselor that you're paying a fee to, or it's a friend mm-hmm. or it's somebody you can say, here's how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Look at my calendar and tell me what you think. Yeah. That's really Because uh, I, I have seen people make assumptions that I'm in a rut. You know, I would call it a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. I'm going around and around in circle, but I'm not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you're going around in a cul-de-sac, and all you have to do is turn the car left. Oh, yeah. Turn yeah. the wheel left. You're out of the cul-de-sac mm-hmm. right then. But we forget that. Yeah. And because it's either pretty or it's nice or it's easy or mm-hmm. we don't have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But we're in that cul-de-sac going round and round, putting lots of miles on our car, but we're not getting anywhere. Yeah. So you got to understand where you are and where you want to go and what are the behaviors you have to take to get there. Mm-hmm. It's not about a title. It's about the outcome. Right. Well, and, you know, what you said about are you exhausted but excited, mm-hmm. you know, I think about a characteristic of a rut that I found in my life is a prolonged season, not just a couple days or a couple weeks of not seeing anything to look forward to each day. And even that still is perspective, Mm -hmm. but just really not using my time to do anything that gives me energy. And so we all have to take out the trash, you know, we know that. But if over a long period of time I'm not finding or not utilizing my gifts and talents in ways that really give me energy, I think that can be problematic and can create a rut. You yep, know? you're definitely in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So what do you think are some triggers of a rut? Uh, I think um, 
oftentimes it's um it comes from a season of success mm-hmm. and we stopped to relax yeah. and then we never re-engaged mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've been studying a lot and interviewing people and working on a new book on what it takes to stay great mm-hmm. and trying to study those that season after season, mm-hmm. year after year, you know, generation after generation organizations, individuals, companies that stay great. And why and why some don't? Yeah. And sometimes they just forget to re-engage. Yeah. And I think that that happens. I think um, pain causes um, that. You mm-hmm. were hurt. Mm-hmm. You pulled back to heal. Mm. And then you don't have the heart, the leadership, the coaching to get back in the game right and so you stay in that cul-de-sac yeah um and then i think too um we find other things to do and um you know you have to age but you don't have to get old right and you know you'll see pictures of you know, it's 74-year-old that can barely move, and mm-hmm. then this picture of Sammy Hagar. Mm-hmm. And you go, right. wow. If right. that, So it's a conscious choice in a lot of mm-hmm. things that we forget to choose and we get old. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how And you can be old and, and 25. So. That is true. I, I've met people who are that way, um, who have so, I mean, kind of the next place that we're going, they don't have a sense of purpose. Right. And so they've they've aged and they've gotten old, you know. So how important is purpose when it comes to getting out of a rut? And how do you keep that sense of purpose in front of you? Oh, I think it's critical that mm-hmm. you keep your sense of purpose in front of you. Mm-hmm. And that purpose can change. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can adapt, but it needs to be conscious. So, and you need to understand um you know, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And most people can't answer that. Right. You know, it's the Olivia Pope question. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you ever watch the show, TV show Scandal, Olivia Pope in the early years started every episode or client would do something completely insane. Mm-hmm. And she, they'd call Olivia Pope to fix her, to get him out of it. And she would say, what do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want? And nobody could ever answer. Yeah. They could tell you about their pain. They could tell you about their problem, but they couldn't tell you what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And unless you know what you want, then you will never be happy. Yeah. You'll never have that sense of accomplishment of here's what I wanted and here's what I got. Yeah. And you just see it with people who have levels of success that they never dreamed of. Mm-hmm. They crash and burn a lot of times mm-hmm. because they got what they never imagined and they don't know how to celebrate yeah. it. And it feels like a burden. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a phony. You know, we have, you know, particularly with women these days, I'm reading about so much anxiety over this, you know, belief that I'm not worthy. I'm an imposter. Yeah. Imposter, imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. And, um, that's because a lot of times we haven't been prepared to dream as great as we were made to be. Right. Wow. Once you figure out what you want, then how do you get there? Yeah. And sometimes you don't know on your own. Yeah. So you got to find wise counsel to help you get there. Mm-hmm. And to say, here's what this looks like. People like us do things like this. And if you want to achieve that, mm-hmm. you got to do this. Yeah. You know, Nick Saban is 
famous for saying, you know, if you want to be great, you have to pay the price. Right. There's no other way. It just takes what it takes. Takes what it takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to go do what it got to do. Yeah. To do that, but he's there to say, here's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. He didn't mm-hmm. leave it up to the players to go. Right. Well, should I run or lift weights? Right. Should I eat or drink? Should I? What should I do? Mm-hmm. Here's what. Here's what it takes. Yeah. To do that, so you've got to get wise counsel to help mm-hmm. you figure that out, mm-hmm. and then you've got to go execute on that. Yeah. And you've got to be realistic about checking in with yourself and saying, am I really doing what it takes to achieve that? Am I getting the results? Mm-hmm. And then celebrating the milestones on the way. Right. Well, and I mean, having that sense of purpose does cause you to, just like you just said, to dream as big as where your talent can take you. Yep. You know, I've never heard that said before, and that's so profound. It's a lot of people don't dream about the place where their talent could actually take them. Yep. And, you know, I was just thinking, we've gone like three episodes, we haven't talked about Nick Saban. You know, yeah, I, sorry. So, no, that's I okay. Drop, I had to drop the No, king. because I actually was thinking about him in this. You know, so last season was the COVID season, perfect season, national champions. Now here we are a season later, and things aren't as good as they were last year. Still only lost one game, but there's been a struggle. But in every interview, I see Coach Saban, and he he looks like he's enjoying it. Like he has such a sense of purpose that he is excited to rise to this challenge that they're facing this year. And I think purpose, it gives you that, where it's like a challenge that would take a lot of people into a rut causes you to get excited and to get mm-hmm. on fire to actually meet that challenge. And so, you know, purpose is so important for that. And so, you know, I think shame a lot of times when you're in a rut, shame can kind of keep you there. Mm-hmm. So how do you avoid or get out of that place of shame when you find yourself in a rut? It's interesting in that um, one of the questions I've been working on with the people I've been interviewing and the work I'm doing on the new book is do you are you driven by fear of failure mm-hmm. or are you driven by um, desire to win? Mm-hmm. And vast majority of the people who are studying yeah. are fear of failure. Yeah, they don't. And it isn't that they'll look dumb. Mm-hmm. Is that their families, the people important to them, their players, their mm-hmm. employees will be considered less than? Yeah. And so, um, but I got great advice one time from a, a mentor. And uh, and I was in a struggle on the struggle bus about something, and really worried that people saw me in a way that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And um, and he said, "I want to just be really honest with you. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's yeah. nobody's paying any attention yeah. to you. They don't. It isn't your thing to own. Um, step out, go do the thing. Mm-hmm. Be brave, and you'll find nobody's gonna look at you twice. Right." And he's right. And we have to remind ourselves of that. Yeah. That, that shame we may be feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, one, if you're feeling that, um, get somebody to talk to. Right, right. You know, in today's world, and we've talked about it on this podcast mm-hmm. before, but, you know, uh, we openly talk about getting mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mental health help. Our insurance pays for mm-hmm. it. I know it's a $30 deductible. Same as going to the doctor. Yeah. And, um, but that we talk about it more than we talk about our annual physicals mm-hmm. or flu shots Absolutely. or those things because the anxiety is real and the fear of being discovered as less than mm-hmm. is real. 
And so go talk to people. Yeah. If you're feeling that way, uh, it just makes great sense. Yeah, absolutely. And But uh, but no, mostly people aren't they're so worried about their own crap. They're not mm-hmm. worried about yours. That's very true. Very true. So in your experience, you know, if you've gone through seasons of feeling stuck or being in a rut, um, what are some practical steps and some methods that you've used to kind of kickstart yourself? Um, I, I think the first thing is clear the deck, put mm-hmm. all the stuff away, clean the top of your desk off, mm-hmm. get the files put away. Mm-hmm. And then um, mine is I listen to the soundtrack from the uh, Broadway show Wicked. Yeah. It's all the way through soundtrack. in the, crea- in the yeah. correct order. Yes. I cry mm-hmm. for defying gravity. I am mm-hmm. mad about, you know, no, no one, good deed. No good yeah. deed goes unpunished. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm mad about it all. And in the end, I realize that um, the power to be great and authentic and thrive is embedded in me and embedded in every individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it isn't those that would judge the green witch yeah. over the blonde witch who decide what greatness looks like yeah. in this world. And we just look at, and it's amazing right now who's popular in music, mm-hmm. who's doing things. It's not it's not the prettiest. It's right. not the best. It's talent matters. Mm-hmm. And who are you? You know, Marianne Williamson, you know, the author wrote, and I guess former presidential candidate yeah. wrote, you know, about this idea that you have no right. Who are you to question the God-given greatness that was put into you. That's so good. And, uh, you know, I think that's, and I butchered that. Go look up Marianne Williamson. It's a great piece, that poem that she wrote. And, uh, but I think we have to remind ourselves, who are you to not be great? Yeah, I love it. And I love that idea, like you talked about clearing off your desk and decluttering. Sometimes when you're in the weeds, the best way to get out of the weeds is to just figure is out. mow the damn grass. Yeah, mow you the know? grass. <laughs> exactly. Get exactly. out the weeds, mow the grass. Absolutely. And just figuring out what are the three most important things that I could do right now yep. that would make a difference and that could help me move forward. And sometimes it's the soundtrack to yeah. Wicked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, listen, I think I sung um, every female solo off of that in various theater competitions in high school and stuff. So uh, Me great, too. No, I, did I, didn't, I didn't. That's a lie. <laughs> it's I a great sing. soundtrack. So, you know, we've talked about, you know, kind of the signs and the, the solutions um, for being in a rut. And we touched on mental health just a minute ago, but just to kind of go deeper in that, you know, how can you tell, or when is it time to maybe acknowledge, okay, this isn't a seasonal rut. I'm I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm in a long state of just I'm down. You I'm know? sad. Yeah. How do you know when it's time to to see that and to get help? Um, if you're thinking that it is time, yeah, it's cheap. It's easy. You can do it mm-hmm. from the you know from your own home. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, dial a counselor. Yeah. There's lots of great services. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Psychology Today mm-hmm. is the one we go online yes. to refer people mm-hmm. to their services. So mm-hmm. they've been vetted by somebody. But your insurance company is going to have some referral um, resources. But talk to people. Yeah. And uh, and you'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah, don't wait till mm-hmm. you're fetal on the floor mm-hmm. and thinking, you know, you've got to be, you know, that's how bad it's got to get. Yeah. 
um, you were put on this earth to be great mm-hmm. and to thrive, and that isn't, and fetal on the floor is not living your best life. Yeah. And if you're listening and you don't have health insurance or finances are an issue um, for finding a therapist or, or seeing someone, um, most cities and counties have some type of organization yeah. that subsidizes health care. So maybe. Is that 311 that you dial? I think it's 311. Yeah, if not, dial. I will put it in the show notes um, Please just do. in case. But, you know, they, they, they'll may charge this person who can't afford this over here so that this one who can't afford this only pays this much or pays nothing at yeah, all. Yeah, that's a great point. So, um, so finances never have to be a limitation um, to get help. So, yep. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good place for us to wrap up today. Do you have any other thoughts? I'm just going to keep reminding folks, take care of yourselves, the mm-hmm. one you love, the ones you love. Uh, holiday season, no matter what your faith journey is, about yeah. a time of renewal, about a time of celebration, about mm-hmm. a time of honoring um, the lives of those who uh, impacted you. You know, one of my traditions is I sit back and think of the decisions I made over the course of that year yeah. and uh, and who, where I learned those skills from, who inspired me to make that decision. And I sent them a thank you note. That's good. And sometimes it's somebody 30 years ago yeah. that here's what I saw you do. Here's what I witnessed. Here's how I used it to make a decision. And I want to thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, it is it's one of the most powerful things. It's the best day I have of the year yeah. is reflecting and sending those notes. And I write them even if I don't know how to find the person because mm-hmm. you'd be amazed about how many times after I've written it, I'm able to find that person within a week or two. Yeah, that's really good. Gratitude is really important. It is. So that's awesome. And I'm grateful that everybody's with us this week and always. Yes. We'll, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. If today's conversation has ignited greatness in you, take your next step and visit ronkitchens.com to gain more inspiration and to connect with Ron. You can also tweet Ron at Ron Kitchens. Until next time, keep moving, always forward.